Our first full episode on YouTube gets flagged by the North Korean government. Welcome to Spencer's, a podcast where we don't or have not yet currently had a guest who's a war criminal. I'm Haley O'Shaughnessy. And I'm Jordan Liggins. First, let's do some housekeeping. Um, we're both wearing updos today, so that's probably first yes, and foremost. Um, what else? Breaking news. We uh, breaking news. It looks great, which is funny because I just made a joke before that. Of course, the first episode we're putting on YouTube, I look terrible. But I like to think the purple's saving me. You don't look terrible, and everyone run to our YouTube just to see the purple lipstick because it's worth it. Yes, that is in the it's Spencer's purple. Please follow <laughs> us on. Wait, do you say follow? Please subscribe to the YouTube. Um, yes. Shout out to Jackson Safan who is working on our video and is so clever. And make someone who's terrible on video like me enjoy it. And also thanks to Harry, producer Harry. Um, yeah, so please go subscribe. I don't know if you can like like or rate. Okay. You yeah. can do a thumbs okay. up, right? Yeah. You can do a thumbs up. Yeah, like all the videos. Okay. And guess what? If you want to say something that's mean, take it somewhere else. Yeah. Start journaling. Yeah. We're trying our hardest. Okay, I think that it's unavoidable, Jordan. We should probably talk about COVID. The vid. It's back. (laughs) It never left. (laughs) The vid. It's back like it never left. AKA, yeah. It didn't leave. Yeah. AKA, it it never left. Um, Okay, so I want to read. The NBA is like making sort of new rules on the fly um <clears throat> so i'm gonna read about those and then we could talk about it it is i mean they're making new rules on the fly i guess is a polite way of saying they still haven't stopped the season when like a great number That's of a players really nice way <laughs> of saying that yes have yes. COVID. they're so, making it up as they go mm-hmm. yep exactly um and hey Anytime you can present something as giving opportunities to players who wouldn't otherwise have it. If the NBA can spin it, they're going to spin it. Mm-hmm. Okay, here's... This is from a CBS article by Sam Quinn. Uh, okay. Teams will be allowed to sign one replacement player for every player under contract that tests positive for COVID-19. The league will require teams to sign at least one player once two have passed have tested positive when a team has three players test positive they will have to sign at least two players and when they have four or more positive tests they must sign at least three replacement players so there's some more like the the rules have changed for two-way players they um are no Mm -hmm. longer capped at 50 appearances with the nba team so typically that's the most that they can play if they're a two-way player in the actual league and then the rest of the season they have to play in the G League. Now they can play as much as they want, um, which is cool for teams that have good G League teams. Um, 
that was kind of wordy, but essentially you can sign players. Like this is the gig economy. This is part-time working has come to the NBA. This is the freelance idea. Kind of. They're kind freelancing. Of. Yeah, you've, you've my actually talked about idea. this for a while. Yeah. Um, so do they stop playing once the player has recovered? I don't really... There's no clarity on that. Or if there is, I did have not read it. That's my question, too. And I, when I first saw this on Twitter, I actually read it as, like, you have a, a second roster that then if somebody tests positive, then you call them up. But it seems like, based on what you just read, they can't sign them until after a player tests positive, right? So it's not like they have a list kind of ready to go. That's yeah, what's so confusing like, to me. How do you woo them? You know what I mean? Because right. if so many teams have a bunch of players out right now that for once in their playing career, certainly if they just left the league like for once in the last three years, they finally have their choice. You know, like multiple teams will want them. This mm-hmm. just is like a fresh start for them. They get to be treated like a marquee free agent. And so you also just don't have a lot of time. Because I mean, that's the other thing. It's kind of weird. Like is immediate. I, yeah. Yeah, you need them or else the game will be postponed. And I know that the NBA does not want to postpone more games. So I don't know. It's kind of odd. I don't know if like any tampering rules apply to this, like with free agents. I guess not. It's not the off season, but I don't know. There's all kinds of things going through my mind that I think that they just have to rush through stuff so much that has not been considered. Mm-hmm. I yeah. think they purposely made it vague so that they can figure out the rest <laughs> when it comes up. <laughs> but that that yeah. is a little confusing. And I also think of it like um, when you were saying like the G League teams, would they, if they're getting desperate enough and like, you know, they've had to postpone games because players, they can't even find eight players. Would they just have a team play a G League team? Would that ever happen? Just to fill the the airtime? Yeah, because what if, like, if you're the Raptors or who else has, like, a really good G League team? If you're a team that focuses on development, you care about your G League team, would you not, you know, like, want them over players you could sign? Because think about who you could sign. I was thinking about it yesterday, and Mm -hmm. I, like, fired off some players who came to mind and I realized that almost all of them played on the 2017-18 Cavs <laughs> that year when LeBron just had like everybody like every guard known to man that like was spit out of the NBA I saw Michael Beasley who else did I see mm. obviously Isaiah Thomas is in the league which is very funny that he's uh he's made his way back yeah made Lakers. his way back and I also like you have to have such a short memory of all the people who like semi-slighted you fully slighted you um if you're isaiah thomas like leave him alone mm-hmm. or you know just don't be so mean when you cut ties because this is going to happen again yes i agree anyway i'm interested to see also- what players are actually signed yeah me too and when we talk about we don't want to stay on the vid too long because it can get depressing but I think about all the games that are getting postponed and we're getting super close to Christmas 
And I think about Christmas Day games and how it's like tradition in our family to watch Christmas basketball all day long. And not only is that in jeopardy, but it's also like the players won't be able to spend Christmas Day with their families. Like they have, or if they have COVID or they're close to people that have had COVID, like this is serious still. And I think it's also March 2020 when the league shut down. That was a wake up call for the rest of the world to be like, oh my gosh, this is for real. All of these postponed games, all of these players going into COVID protocol is another wake up call. Like, hello, it's still happening. It's still here. So I don't want to be a Debbie Downer, but I wish that the league would press pause a little bit, get everyone healthy, but they're definitely not going to do that. We already know that. No, you're so right because I always feel bad for the people who have to play on, the players who have to play, the people who have to work, the arenas, et cetera, um, on Christmas mm-hmm. Day. And they've talked about it before. They're like, yeah, it's not exactly what I want. Um, but if you are, even if you weren't slated to play that day and you now have COVID, you still don't get to hang out with your family. That blows. I know, it's a bummer. I, um, not to get like all conspiratorial, but you know how- <laughs> Oh, no. <laughs> You know how teams will be normally non-COVID will be super, super vague about injuries. And sometimes Mm -hmm. they make it sound like something else to cover up what it really is. Definitely. Because either they don't want their competition to know or they just don't want them to know um, like an actual timetable for returning. And I'm sure that every team would deny this, but it's every team does it. Um, Okay. So I'm genuinely so cynical that I I don't know. At what point do they start? The NBA realizes it's such a bad look to have all of these COVID cases that they start coming up with like fake reasons for being out for these what players. Are, being what out. are some fake reasons? What are some fake reasons that you would actually buy? Like I'm trying to think. It's Sag season. everyone's flighty during sag season that's like the number one you know quality trait of a sagittarius so i don't know like that the soulless that's a good one havana Mm. syndrome right today (laughs) um i was looking through and i was wondering if there's like any kind of common thread between the teams that had a lot of people out. Um, it was like Cavs, Nets have a lot, uh, Celtics, mm-hmm. Bulls, Lakers, obviously. Um, Sixers too, right? I think. Kings and Knicks. Yeah. And like uh, another <laughs> excuse they could do is like communism. Like they could go full Ennis freedom and be like, look at all the teams with red jerseys. Look what all these teams have in common. Um, everyone's True. ankles been twisted at the same time. Critical race yeah. theory. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Yikes. Uh, the NBA yeah, is I, never going to let me interview think- them again. <laughs> no, never. Not even close. They're not even never. in the vicinity of any arena. But I think it's no. that that's a good point. They're gonna start they're gonna start getting creative. There's somebody's job right now that 
it's like, okay, you got to come up with some some new injuries, make it technical where people would have to Google and it would take them a little long to figure out what it actually is. And then we could buy ourselves some time. That's that's someone's job and intern right now. <laughs> that's what yeah, they put on you, their desk. A hundred percent. And then I don't know like what you pay off the players maybe. I don't know. Because mm. You think about like paying off a superstar is not going to work. You know what? They could do a Wilt Chamberlain Sixers agreement where the owner at the time when he was at the Sixers kind of said, Sorry, my dog. <laughs> it sounded Alfie. like uh, the dog was finishing your sentence. Yes. <laughs> Hello? Oh, hey. Sorry, I'm recording something right now. It's my cousin. Um, what was I talking about? Will. Will Chamberlain. Okay, Will Chamberlain, when he first went to the Sixers, he had this deal with the owner at the time, who I can't think of his name right now, where it was like under the table, kind of like hush-hush, that he could have a percentage of the team when he retired because they got along so well and he was just so valued. Obviously, it didn't happen because the owner passed away and a new owner came in, and that's actually why he demanded to be traded to the Lakers. But yeah, I mean, there you go. Like The NBA really doesn't want to shut down. Maybe they'll give like a some kind of stock or percentage or something. NFT. Mm. Yeah, some crypto.com something. Yeah. I mean it's the whole thing. I'm not even gonna go down that road. I know. Yeah, I don't, I don't know, know what I'm talking about. Still don't know. Um still don't know. <laughs> and if you wanna tell me, just don't. I don't care. <laughs> um yes, okay. exactly. I have a game for us to play. Then this is the Yay. last COVID thing we'll talk about. Um, okay, the game is called Lineup Game because I didn't have a chance to think of a title <laughs> that was cuter. Um, that was good, actually. Lineup actually, game. you know what it can be is uh, two truths and a lie. Oh, but there's more. Well, okay, whatever. Two truths and a lie. I'm going to list off two truths and a lineup. <gasps> two truths in a lineup that's good that's really good okay this is, this is why we pay harry the big bucks that's good. yes that's good that's really good um okay i'm gonna name three lineups and you have to tell me at the end of it who i'm which lineup i made up and these are lineups over the last week um because okay. so many players have been out with covid or I can even take notes. In protocols. Okay. Um, no, it's only three. Okay. Number one is a Bucks lineup. Okay. So you have Javante Smart, Sandro Mamu Kelishvili. Okay. Fucking nailed it. Jordan Nora, Demarcus Cousins, and George Hill. So you don't have to answer right now. You can hear the other ones. Um Okay. I do want you to just think on how that makes any fucking sense as a lineup, but right, <laughs> that's <laughs> got it. Okay, <clears throat> the second one is the Denver Nuggets. So we've got mm-hmm. Davon Reed, Bones Highland, mm-hmm. 
fuck. Facundo Campasso. This is like should be easy. That sounds good. Because I think he's Italian, but no, I just those names are hard. Thank you. Um, Facundo Campasso. Aaron Gordon. Oh, and Jeff Green. I almost said or Jeff Green, but that doesn't even make sense. So you've got Davon. And Jeff Green. Bones. Okay. Yeah, Facundo, Aaron Gordon, Jeff Green. Okay. okay. The last and almost least, yeah, probably least lineup is coming from the Nets. You've got Patty Mills, Kessler Edwards, Cameron Thomas, David Duke, Literally still the most unfortunate name ever. Um, and Blake Griffin. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, what? <laughs> I know. I'm amazed at this point he hasn't requested you have people to like change your name. Yeah. You you bad. have to put a request to change your name. If your name is David Duke. Yikes. Just change it to like Danny or something. Or I wonder what his middle um, name is. He could probably go by his middle name. But even maybe he's Dave. trying to like like Dave. Just go by uh, DD. You know? That's really bad. Yeah. DD. Did Definitely. Okay, that that threw me for a loop. What was the lineup again? I got really sidetracked that that <coughs> just hearing it in a normal conversation just really threw me. Okay, so you've got Patty Kessler, Edwards, Cameron Thomas, Dee Dee, and Blake Griffin. Okay, so you've got the Nets, the Nuggets, <sighs> the Bucks. Which lineup is fake? And there's one. There's only one. Mm-hmm. That's fake? Mm-hmm. Because I know you, you would try to trick me. Okay. I know. Me. I was planning on not telling you that, and then two truths and a lineup was too good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, yeah. that's a good one. <laughs> okay. Um, my guess is these are all so bad and really just show the state of the NBA right now. Um, I'm going to say the Bucks one is fake. That one's real. Isn't that nuts? Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, is the Cousins the two? <laughs> the, nu- <laughs> the Nuggets is the fake one. It's, luckily, I don't think any Nuggets oh, are in the protocols, wow. but that could probably change by the time this episode comes out. Lucy! Hush! Oh, she's so cute. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to yell. Um, I thought we would give it away with the Nuggets is that that's like a... Th- Lucy? She maintains eye contact like, okay, hold on a second. Yeah, you. (laughs) That was probably the most country thing she said. Lucy, hush. (laughs) (laughs) That was so country. (laughs) That's funny. Okay, it's like, sorry. It's like one degree removed from Lassie, also. It's like really close to being Lucy? I just, I didn't make fun of you. I just said that was probably the most country thing you've ever said. Lucy, hush. <laughs> then you looked off into the distance. You know what's funny is I caught myself saying, <laughs> it was a hush. Saying, uh, when I said red off bones, I said Highland. It's just like Highland. You know what I mean? But it's like, Oh. Highland? Yeah, I don't know. Whatever. Isn't his name like Nashan? Nashan? I don't know. Bones is way cooler. Like, honestly, way cooler. <laughs> talk to David. 
encourage yeah. him to just use a nickname. Um, Didi. I, I hope think I saw in one of his... Yeah. I think I saw in one of his interviews where he said something like, I want to reverse the perception of the name or like maybe I made that up. But you don't have to carry all that. That is a really... Yeah, that's an uphill battle. Do you know how why would you put that on yourself? Literally top one hundred to. I mean that man. History remembers that man. You know what I mean? Like for worse or for worse. But yeah, you're gonna like (laughs) the chances of you breaking through. And I just listed you in one of the work of like as a joke in a lineup. No offense, I don't want to be mean, but I'm just saying you don't have to do it. Don't put yeah. that on yourself. You don't have to do that. Imagine, I think of like LeBron James being like, I I hate that I named my son LeBron because mm-hmm. that's too much to like Pressure. live up to. And they named him David Duke and that's just too much to try to reverse. The both, same scenario of like, you should, he goes by Bronny, go by Dave or just DD or D-D. something else, please. So anyway, that's the game. You're a winner. I lost. Good because game. I yeah, because I love you. And that's enough for me to <laughs> be a winner. Um, that's enough COVID. What are you calling it? The vid? That's funny because I keep calling it I'm still on Miss Rona, which I just was the early, a very early on nickname, but I think one of the best. Kind of gives her like hmm. a friendlier That's a good one. Yeah. Like how people use uh, Aunt Flo for their period. Oh, yeah. yeah Euphemisms are nice. Yeah. Um, you know, times I'm going are tough. With the vid, though. That seems like a, that seems like it matches the, the sometimes scariness of it. Yeah, because Miss Rona is like, sounds like a fun substitute teacher. Sounds like exactly. Miss Frizzle. Yeah. All right. Fair enough. Hey, what's up, guys? Jordan Liggins here. TickPick should be your first choice to buy basketball tickets because they save fans money by never charging any service fees ever. TickPick is an exclusive ticketing partner for Spinsters and the Blue Wire Network. NBA basketball is finally back, and there is no need to exhaust yourself searching all over the internet to find NBA tickets anymore. Because TickPick, that's T-I-C-K-P-I-C-K, is the original no-fee ticket site and the only one you'll ever need as your go-to for all NBA tickets. I'm actually super excited because I'm about to go visit my sister in Chicago and we're going to go to a Bulls game and hey, I'm going to check out TickPicks for the best tickets on the market. I know they're going to be the best price, I know it's going to be easy, and no service fees. Visit TickPick.com slash spin today to save $10 on your first order of NBA tickets. TickPick.com slash spin. Do you want to talk about players who could get traded? Yes. <laughs> Even though you know I'm I'm allergic to the trade that machine was... and all that is. <laughs> that was so delayed. <laughs> I was like, wow, I thought we planned on this, but we don't have to. No, we do. Uh, We do. We do. Because, but you know how I feel. I've said this multiple times that trades aren't my forte, but we're getting close to the trade deadline. And I love how Harry put it in the rundown. Most fun places 
to see these players when the trade line trade deadline happens. So that's how I approached it. What would be fun if you saw these players on a different team? That's what got I me through. It. Did not see that word in the rundown. <laughs> so I'm gonna have to think on the fly here. Um okay. Who do you want to do first? Well, you can give I can give the fun. I can give the fun because I feel like you would probably have the actual trade like what players would need to swap out and all of that i purely went on fun so that's that's me that's probably right I after like this, this matches a converse <laughs> that's probably right after i blamed i said the nba is gonna pin havana syndrome on its players so you're probably the happier one of us here uh okay who do you want to do first um, let's do Sabonis. <laughs> I, feel I like actually his have name a lot of kind of been floating around. Okay, okay tell me, let's tell him. me what let's your him. fun take. My fun take is that he goes to the Celtics, and I know our video producer Jackson's happy about that. But I think he goes to the Celtics. They really, they just need like a kickstart. They need something. And I think a big three with him, Jalen Brown, Jason Tatum would actually be fun. And I feel like he would be welcomed in, in Boston. So I, I think it'd be fun for Sabonis. Um, no offense, Jackson. I don't know if I would call Boston fun. Celtics. Yeah, Boston fun. <laughs> Just that's overall. True. If you want to. Yeah, that's fair. Fly me out change my mind all right we'll see um but i also don't think it'd be fun to be on the celtics right now like they're not having a good time they haven't been having a good time mm. for some time now so i don't but again i you know it would be nice and fun for him to like be the thing that turns the team around yes that's what i that's what i mean <clears throat> that's fair enough um I think this is interesting because the Pacers were basically like, hey, man, we're starting over. Yes. And then <laughs> we're going to. Re- re- yeah. And then their owner a couple of days ago, Herb, said, ah, just kidding. He said, hang on, let me pull up the quote. He it was so contradictory. Like, I don't really hang on. I know I have it. yep here it is okay he said i don't believe our fans deserve to see a team that's purposefully losing i mean yeah it sucks Mm. but you've also been giving them a team that's trying to win and is still losing so at least the losing would feel intentional and like be a push towards something like honestly what's the point right now it's just you're just losing Oh, this is another thing. So you're said. saying it would be better to watch them intentionally lose? Yes, something you're to like, cheer oh, for. We're, we're okay. going towards something. Yeah. Um, I also thought this was funny. Herb said, "If you remember going back to Donnie Walsh, we always built without tearing down. We built on the go, and we can do the same thing again." First of all, okay, if you remember way before we were born. Donnie Walsh had two terms running the Pacers. The last 
one was 2012, 13. And before that, it was like a long time from the 80s to the early 2000s. The thing that even I, not being alive in 87, know about Donnie Walsh, because this is like known as his best move ever, his best decision in charge of a team or in charge of this team, is that he drafted Reggie Miller in 1987. I don't remember who he drafted him over. I don't know. Harry, can you check that? It was like something that was controversial at the time. Reggie Miller was 11th. And for some reason, he took him. He felt right about that. And that's what he's been applauded. Donnie Walsh, like that is his marquee decision that like everyone will remember him by. Mm -hmm. From And Reggie Miller saved the team. Like from the majority of his career, I think... Literally a year after, I meant to look this up, a year after his, he was drafted all the way until like a couple years before he retired, Reggie Miller had the highest win shares on that team, which doesn't mean everything. But if you look at like how much success they had, he's such an important part of all of it. And I mean, it's fair to say Donnie Walsh also made other decisions like kind of on the fly, more like Herb was alluding to because he traded for... Jermaine O'Neal, he traded for Jalen Rose. They got to the NBA Finals with, like, toward the end of Reggie's career in 2000. Um, But, yeah, I mean, but still, this is my ultimate point. Donnie Walsh, I can't believe I haven't even gotten to Sabonis yet. I'm sorry. Donnie Walsh came before tanking existed. He also had a lottery pick in Reggie Miller that worked out and saved the franchise. Jordan, how do you get lottery picks in a year such as 2022? (laughs) You have to tank. You tank, right? And also, like, it's just the logic is confusing me because in 1986, the Pacers finished. uh, This would also be nice for you to look up. I think sixth worst in the NBA because I looked this up, like, the other day when I saw... uh, herbs comments but yeah, i don't know it was just i thought that that was very rich um, rich text i'm looking up who harry sent this the no i don't think it was any of them on that screenshot anyway um yes so for sabonis i did not see the celtics i saw i think the knicks the mavs charlotte Boston, based on fun, it would be fun to save them. I think you could have that same fun in Dallas. Dallas is all, they're also Mm -hmm. probably the most desperate for change. Like the Knicks obviously need change, but I don't know. They only have Kemba on a two-year deal. Julius Randle is not having a, the season we wanted him to, but he's also young Mm -hmm. and who knows? And do you really want to commit? I don't know. Um, I think that, Maybe it would be something that the Pacers would be interested in if they only committed to tanking because you could take Kemba's two years on. With the Mavs, I'm like, sell on Kristaps while he's playing well. This will not last. Have we not learned anything? You know what I mean? And these That's tiny a really tweaks, good point. Yeah. they do not work. Like, go with a proven commodity. I that's The Mavs are what I want for him. I think I saw so much of how can the Mavs keep Porzingis 
But I like what you said more. Like get get them out and maybe you can capitalize. And Sabonis is way more uh, consistent. <laughs> yeah, 100%. He can do more things. Um, way more reliable. Yeah. Okay, who do you want to talk about next? Who's 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 fun um, are you putting? Whose life are you putting fun into? Oh my god! Sure, that sounds good. Out. Siakam, I like Pascal, Pascal Siakam, and not that I ever, ever, ever want the Clippers to get better or have fun, but I think he fits well on the Clippers. I think that I've seen that floated around a few times, even back in like August, I think they were talking about that. And so I've always liked that idea. It's a kind of unfortunate too with, it's a little bit of the same thing happening in Indiana with the Raptors. They're like, mm, we need some, we need a switch up here. We, I think we should probably float some things around. We're going to run with Van Vliet. <laughs> That's what I feel like the Raptors are going for right now. But having him go back and play with Kawhi, the fun guy. I think they can have some fun together again. Yeah, I mean, they did play really well together. That was the year where I think everyone took notice of Siakam because um, he was such a good number two. Mm -hmm. Whereas before, I don't think anyone believed he could be a number two or even like maybe knew much about him. Um, I, I hope that the Raptors, and I'm not really sure what the temperature on this is from Raptors fans, but... I hope that because they did experience winning so recently that they're not in a rush. Like sometimes you just have underwhelming mm -hmm. seasons. But the great thing about the Raptors is that they consistently produce players who could be a good fit anywhere. So, yeah, actually, I just don't want Siakam to be traded at all. I think that would be a mistake. I think Harry pushed for us to include this one because he's a Warriors fan. And the Warriors would benefit. And, and been, that's yeah. mm -hmm. the big rumor. So very yep. interesting. But we're not going to give you the satisfaction, Harry. <laughs> yeah, look at his face. He's definitely, that's what I was. Which is fine. But no, keep him. That would be such a mistake. In yeah, my opinion. I agree, I agree. Which is just usually right. Um, Who do you want to do next? Um, do we have to do Ben Simmons? I think we do. I think we do. He's getting flowed around, but I think we need a timer. Like we have to put a timer on how long we talk about this. And it's <laughs> probably going to be less than a minute. <laughs> how long we talk and about I, Ben you Simmons? The timer, Harry? <laughs> yes. Wait, how long is the timer? You guys have one minute. One minute. Okay. okay. Mine is going to be really quick. I think Ben Simmons should go wherever makes him happy. I think that's it. You know why? Because I'm over talking about it. <laughs> There's so many teams in the mix. There's so many players. We have to bring up Daryl Morey and what he wants and how this could last for four more years. I don't think it's going to happen before the trade deadline anyway. But he should go wherever makes him happy. And 35 seconds. Go, Haley. Um, okay, so Brian Winhorst said it would be either mini Houston, Sacramento, and then between the three of those and Philly, it would be a quote quadrangular trade, which means that there might be <laughs> like more than one involved. First of all, like Brian, we're not Sweet Prince, words. don't Come make on. me 
Google a word like is this succession? I feel embarrassed. You know, you didn't have to do that to me, but whatever. Oh, Ben Simmons. Um, I feel like Minneapolis, he'd be unhappy, so cold. Oh, okay. time's up. I'm t- uh, <laughs> Quadrangular trade sounds like you trade a square. <laughs> I know. I was confused. I did it in a private browser. I was like embarrassed. Um, I didn't want anyone to see that in my history. Can I just say... Uh, what was I going to say about Christian Wood? Because <laughs> we can end up, we're going to end up talking about him for the rest of the podcast. We can't, Haley. We no, can't do it. <laughs> you okay. you want to say something so bad, but we, we can't. Yeah. We can't. We okay. have to move on. That's we have fine. to move on to CJ, which you could, if you were sly enough, you could wiggle <clears throat> Ben Simmons back into, into I, the CJ talk. But That's okay. I was honestly going to bring up the Rockets, but also in a way that pertained to... Benzimans, so we can move on. We we can move on. We could do we it. Have we to can move do on. it. It's taking all yeah. of us, all of our might to move on, but we can. We can. Okay, CJ, what are your thoughts? Where do you see him land? Okay, honestly, I really did want him to move because I don't think anyone's happy right now on the Blazers. I think everyone feels a bit stuck, um, but. Mm-hmm. He has a collapsed lung right now. That is so worrisome to me. Like, that just sounds, not even for an athlete, for anyone, really scary. For someone who has to use their lungs at, like, a more active rate, um, which is probably Mm -hmm. how doctors say it, uh, for sure. That didn't just sound really stupid. Um, That's even scarier. You know what I mean? So, before that happened, it was what the Sixers, obviously, for reasons that we will not talk about. Um, the Pacers, the Raptors, like the same teams we've been talking about, the same teams that I yep. said shouldn't. Like the Pacers should rebuild. Don't take on someone like CJ McCollum. The yeah, with the Raptors would probably involve Siakam. I don't think they should trade Siakam. So. Like basically, the, yeah. I think this is the third person I've said on this list. Like, meh, maybe not trade them. <laughs> That's what I put too. I think he stays one because of that injury. I don't know if people would be like running to trade him. Um, but I think he wants to stay in Portland, and I think he wants to be a part of the rebuild. I know it's really shitty right now in everything that's going on with that team. But I think he wants to be a part of when the success eventually happens because he's been through the ringer with them. So that's my pick too. I don't think they move him. Um, I think he stays. That would be the smart thing to do. Yeah. Which, you know, that does suck for him. But maybe it's just at the end of this season. Maybe it just takes longer and they find a good mutual fit. That's true. Yeah, I hope so. Just any time a player is injured with something that sounds so serious that also doesn't sound like an everyday thing that NBA players have. Like I'm not trying to minimize an ACL tear or like a right some kind of bone contusion at all. But anytime it's kind of a, a more unfamiliar territory or something more rare, I just it's just scary. So mm-hmm. I hope that they just take their time with him and don't rush anything. Don't rush. Don't rush. It's like the don't rush. Don't rush challenge. Okay. 
So the last thing we want to talk about very quickly is there was an article in The Athletic that went over um, a plan, a proposed plan, I should say, during the Obama administration to send Steve Kerr over to North Korea to talk to um, Kimmy. And I, yeah, it's they wanted to send him over to play pickup with him because apparently um, Kim Jong-un loves basketball. But then also Steve Kerr was like, yeah, but he also, he knew nothing about this plan. And then apparently yeah, only found out. Part. Oh, it's hilarious. Um, also, very interesting that they chose him. He's a Bulls fan. Uh, Kimmy is a Bulls fan. So that's why they were like, in the article, they they were like, well, could we do Michael? Uh, he did say in the last dance oh. that Republicans buy shoes, too. <laughs> and he's not really into politics, so scratch him off. And so then they eventually landed on Steve Kerr because he is involved in politics and he won championships with the Bulls. He's So, so he's I thought 37. that was funny, the process elimination. He's 37, so I'm like, you. It's it is interesting that it makes sense that he would be a Bulls fan. They were having a good time in the 90s. Um, but yes, also I want to shout out the author on that because it is such a bizarre piece to have found out about. Um, so I'm sure that was excellent <laughs> reporting by Alex Schiffer. Um, yeah, it's weird. Steve Kerr apparently didn't find out until this month. Um, yeah. Obama was like, no. <laughs> Politely. <laughs> Politely, <laughs> respectfully, no. Um, which is probably for the best because if you are so competitive that you are on championship teams, you do not let someone win. And if there's one thing we know about that family, it's that they like to quote unquote win. This golfing is like yeah. his dad golf to what they say it in the article i don't know something that a like pretty did not like make perfect sense. score yeah even for a professional <laughs> golfer yeah literally did not flag make hole. any sense um flag and hole <laughs> flag and hole um just had to bring that up my favorite part about the article was this like one small section where uh it says if kim wanted to talk business kerr would step aside and let Obama's National Security Council handle it. If Kim wanted to shoot hoops with Kerr, at least American officials could get a feel for him and his people. And I just thought that was funny because I took it as like based off of his game. Like if he is shooting jumpers, then okay, this is what we're going to do to, uh, you know, talk to the government. I didn't really understand that line, but I'm so <laughs> not politics. And I went strictly to how is he playing? Is he driving? Is he, you know, is he purposely fouling, trying to put Kerr on the free throw line? Like that's how I took it to that's how they're gonna base, you know, how they approach like North he goes Korea. ISO every Don't single time. Don't think that's accurate, but And they're like, this guy's yeah. never gonna work with us. Yeah. Right, right. He's he shoots yeah. outside. So that, that's Wait, how I took it. But I thought, it was what funny. year was this? What year was this proposed? Well, I guess it was during the Obama administration. So it was, you know, people were shooting outside then. First so if you shot yep. outside, it was like they were. What does that say about you? I don't know. 
I guess that your mouth guard's gonna hang out. <laughs> oh, it's 2012 was <laughs> anyway. when this was proposed. Yeah. I don't know. I you feel like if you were shooting out, it was a great laugh. If he was shooting mid range in 2012, it probably meant what they could take from that is that this guy doesn't understand what's coming and they could take advantage of that. Like he's not really sure what's coming next, what the next wave would be. They could get a step ahead of mm. him. Now, if he's shooting from the three point line, all of a sudden they're like, this guy, A, has balls. B, is like six or sorry, is like five like two or something it has way too much ego because like steve kerr's yeah a way above this not way above the sixes i don't know six, six two. three six oh he's three. six three. Oh, okay i didn't know that i thought he was like six one um yeah if you're shooting with him guarding you from deep that's that's a loose cannon it's too much confidence and Run if there's away. one thing we don't know about kim is is he a loose cannon? We just aren't really sure all the way in 2022. So <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm glad you didn't go, Steve. I don't know if you would have had a good time. I don't think you would have. <laughs> don't put me in that position. And he straight up no. said, he was like, I would not have done it unless President Obama asked me, like, this is for our country. <laughs> Please go play horse with Kimmy in North Korea for america i'm not doing if anyone asked me no oh no sorry obama <laughs> no <laughs> That's tough to ask that is a tough ask wow i, I just had flashbacks yeah. of people saying thanks obama for everything in like 2009 i just had flashbacks to my what a time what grade was i in? i must oh i was in ninth grade i was a freshman and I yep. remember that. I think I, we were the only left-leaning people in my entire high school, which was also just like 150 people. So demographically, it made sense. <laughs> anyway. It was a deep sigh. No, I wouldn't, I wouldn't <laughs> do it. you went all the way back to 2009. <laughs> Sorry, Obama. Oh, okay. I'm going to well, think on who I, think I would, who I would do it, who I would say yes for, but it's not Obama. If Sue Bird asked you, if Sue Bird was like, Haley, this is, this is what we need. We have to do this. Can I have she's her she's hand really in marriage? <laughs> Can I have her hand in marriage after? <laughs> it depends. The There's stipulations. On your face. Can we have a oh secret wedding and then not tell anyone for two years? Because it's super cool. And then also we have a baby on the way. That was a Candace Parker reference. Maybe. I'm not that strange. Although, whatever she wants, honestly. <laughs> but I, I couldn't play Kim in basketball. I was cut in like sixth grade. It would have to be something but else. You would, they were going to let him win anyway. So yeah, you didn't like, have why? to. There's no reason for me. Like, you know what I mean? They'd have to. You know what I am good for? A game of charades. Okay. If okay. Kim wanted to play charades with me, but that's the thing about me is I would not let him win. So that would be tough. You would have like America is riding on this. You would play. You would be asked by Sue Bird 
to go to North Korea and play Kim Jong-un in charades for America. So you have to let him win. You know how competitive I that am. That sounds like a movie. Honestly, I would I would watch that. <laughs> what was the Seth Rogen movie? They the made interview. About- yeah. Honestly, like for how much flack that movie got, they should have made the title sexier because I don't remember it. Like, why don't you make it something like as controversial as the movie was? The interview. That could be about anything. There was that like Meryl Streep movie that came out about she was in the government or something. That was like so boring. No offense, Meryl. That that should have been called the interview. You know what I mean? You just forget it. Anyway, maybe we should log off and take a nap. Okay. We both want to take a nap. <laughs> Harry said you'd well, have Kim on spinsters. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't, to I end don't it think probably we'd... like five times. We actually have a pretty good one. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> she... Jordan's tried to end this for the last 20 minutes. I, I think our track record of not having any war criminals on spinsters has been so strong. I don't want to start now. That's fair. Also, I don't feel confident he'd be able to figure out a Zoom recording. Also, he ki- he kills a lot of people. I don't think he'd do our intro justice. I think that. Yeah, would what be- would he do for? Our intro? <laughs> Welcome to Spencer's <laughs> the podcast. That would be the thing. <laughs> a podcast where I'm personally six four. <laughs> where I have a great personality. Everyone loves me. Welcome to Spencer's, where I definitely did not get a facelift. (laughs) He got a facelift and a BBL. Google it. I'm dead serious. Kim Jong-un got a BBL and a facelift. I'll send you pictures right now. Okay, I won't interrupt you this time. (laughs) I won't interrupt you this time. Okay, that's Uh, our show. (laughs) I'm just kidding. Sorry. <laughs> oh my gosh. There's like a slight delay in our recording. So every time I've tried to end it, she just comes right back in hot with <laughs> something else. Something else. Um, but please keep leaving us your takes. Would Who would it take to ask you to go to North Korea that you would go? That's a genuine question that I hope you answer on our voicemail at 502-874-4453 or send us an email with details at spinsters at bluewirepods.com to be featured on the show. Spinsters is hosted by me, Haley O'Shaughnessy, and Jordan Liggins. This episode was produced by Jordan, Isabel Jocelyn, Harry Krinsky, and Alex Ward. Our production coordinator is Devin Shepard, and our executive producers are Peter Moses, John Yales, and me. Hi, this is Matt from San Antonio, Texas. And for the love of Christ, please, please, I don't want the Spurs to draft the dude from Spain, but they're going to do it. And my franchise will be in poverty for the next 10 years. Thank you. Goodbye.